Welcome to another episode of Clear Talk, the podcast sponsored by Solutions 360. With me today is Tofik Indawala, Director of Consulting. Good to have you. Thanks, Brad. Always fun to be here. So you and I work quite a bit hand in hand with customers, both on the business process consulting, but also you know Q360 implementations and adoptions. And what I find continually, sadly, is that we're still treating service as kind of the poor stepchild, or we ring the doorbell and run. Are you feeling that that's getting better, or what are your thoughts? Well, it's it's definitely getting better with a lot of the customers that we've been uh, we've been engaged with. Yeah, that you um, and I have been engaged with, right? Because, <laughs> but uh, it's it's still it's still not a not a, a foresight in overall integration practice. There definitely there are a lot of mature customers. Uh, but it, it still needs a lot of work in, in the industry to understand, you know, what is a successful, um, you know, handoff. Well, and one, it's not a drop-off. So uh, I think within the, the model, it's that mindset of service is one of my key customers, uh, my end user, definitely. But I'll, and, you know, when we talk about serving our, our customers, Projects are transitory services for the next 10 years. So are we looking at when we write the proposals, when we start to build out our systems, when we're doing serial numbers and all that, are we really having service pull us into them versus just, again, ring the doorbell? What do you see the, the ramifications when they do it well? And then we'll look at when they don't do it well. But what have you seen the value of treating service, I'll say, well, not coddling, but just treating them like our customer. Yeah, I think I think that's a key point. I'm going to kind of hook up to the, to the last part where you said on, you know, seeing service as a customer. And I think that's the, the key differentiator is, is looking at service as a stakeholder uh, in, the, in, in the organization, in the relationship with the customer. Um, traditionally, you know, everybody's taught that the, the stakeholders uh, of your projects are really executives, uh, you know, the, the sales or the account manager, the, the customer itself, but they completely forget about service who has to actually take that ownership of the relationship and service it for 10, 15 years. I mean, when we look at an average cycle of, of, uh, of any technology, you know, people aren't putting in new technology within their businesses every year. There is a, a cycle, and the service has to maintain and manage that that cycle of of uh, installation of the new technology. Um, so w- everything has to be geared towards that, uh, from the inception of proposal uh, to way the work is actually executed in your project, your work breakdown structure. Everything has to meet that quality to hand off, so that you can be very successful in your handoff and managing that that uh, implement. Sorry, managing that uh, relationship post uh, handoff uh, is your do you have checklist you have uh, the quality assurance that's required to make sure that a project is done the the documentation at the end of the project uh, the as built the you know where is that equipment installed uh, what are the serial numbers so all of that information that that makes a service department more successful in maintaining that is the critical part in in and how you organize all that information in your process or in your organization, what makes a, a really big difference. Well, and I think that, uh, you know, the saying that last 5% of the project is costing us 10%. Uh, 
I like to flip it and say, if you're not investing at least 10% into that last 5%, you're going to be doing a whole lot of client repair and that's expensive. It's, it's, it's very expensive. And, you know, the sad part uh, of it is that you don't really know what that true cost uh, uh, is because right. um, most of the time, you know, the project is done. You've closed a project, it's handed off to the, uh, to service and service is bleeding away from a profitability and it just seems like service is not profitable, uh, but really it's a derivative uh, of that tail end, you know, that's, that's bleeding out service and it's somebody else's problem at the, right. you know. Well, and I think just the whole definition of warranty and service contract and preventive maintenance and life cycle maintenance and, you know, ongoing training, did we, and we, we hear RMR, but I think people think that that's just, I want to cash a check every month, but it's really, did I set up this conversation that I'm sticky with the customer and they know the value of it? I don't think people mind paying for value. I think they do mind paying for things that they don't receive anything. Again, why should I write a check when nobody comes by and loves on me? Yeah, absolutely. And and that is the, the, the you know, how you design your service organization. How do you how do you put all of that value in the proposal of your RMR? So what is an RMR, right? I mean, that's your maintenance contract that you're proposing to the customer uh, or, uh, you know, paid. Uh, it's basically, you know, many times we explain it as, as an insurance policy for that equipment uh, that you've installed. Uh, what is the cost of that equipment not working? You have an executive meeting uh, happening tomorrow morning and, you know, half your equipment is not working. Well, what is the cost of having executives sitting around trying to, make that equipment work. Um, so how are we selling that? And how are we servicing? Is it only when you break, you know, when things break or are you doing a preventive maintenance? Are you going out there or remotely diagnosing and servicing the customer every quarter? How do you plan for that? That provides that value and you're face-to-face with customer throughout those engagement and, you know, having that recurring uh, renewals as well. And, you know, not just having the initial RMR that you got them signed for the for two years or three years, but how do you get renewed? What value are you going to provide to the customer over that initial initial term that they will want to renew with you? And that's, right. that's how you think about RMR. And I think in order to do RMR, we really have to go back to that core function of a handoff. Is service, you know, pulling the project towards them? Again, checklists, all of that. Do we invite service in to actually do the training? Do, how early do we introduce them? Or do again, do we just ring the doorbell and leave the bag on the doorstep and say, well, you hear services number, but they might answer. So that clean, did we connect our customer's hands with services hands? And that's to me the handoff that we really want to talk to is those two people holding hands versus the project. The project's transitory. We're just the vehicle to get to service. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when when new projects are born into into an organization, um, you know, they have a checklist of the information they need to be able to execute a project, and that's no different uh, when you're handing off that project to the service. You know, as you said, it's trans- transitory. So when we invite service in, they will have their own acceptance criteria. You know, do they have the necessary information, and was the work done to the standard that they can manage and maintain that relationship? Well, and I think if we have that respect of they're a stakeholder, but also a key stakeholder in that continued relationship. And 
when services set up well, and again, the projects set them up well or poorly, we get client referrals. And I just find they're your next sales cycle. Again, happy customers tell a whole lot of other people. Unhappy customers also tell people, but they don't tell us they told them. So it's one of those, you know, how much damage are we doing? Because they don't raise things to us, but who else they talk it to? And so it's, to me, it's the, the closure for the next sale. Absolutely. Yeah. Success, successful implementation, successful customers help you make more sales. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. And hopefully we'll get more people to kind of buy into this thought process because it, it's hard to make the change, but it's not difficult to understand the value. Absolutely. I think it's, it's a great value add and it, it just the additional revenue based that just sitting there for customers to, to, you know, captivate. Great. Thanks, Tofiq. Thanks, Brad.